All on your shoulders. Pressure everywhere. But are we in the clear? Are we good to go? We faced a lot of fear this past four years. Faced a lot of uncertainty. A lot of trials and tribulations. We don't know how it's going to work out, but... looking for freedom. Did we finally get it? I guess we'll find out over these next four years. It's a little breath of fresh air. Welcome everybody to Just a Dope Ass Podcast. We got a few things to tap into this week. Getting our so-called freedom from this last presidency is one of those main things that we can tap into. Don't touch nothing. Don't touch a thing. Don't touch a thing. You bet not. Don't breathe. Don't breathe. Don't breathe. Why can't we hear you? I can't hear. Oh, there it goes. Engage with that feedback, see? There it is. Is that me again? Oh, 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 oh. It cannot uh, be. Nah, normally, I'm giving you shit, but normally it's because whenever somebody puts something electrical next to all of this over here, right. it gives it a little feedback. And I'm sure because you transmitting, trying to record and look at yourself in the camera, that <laughs> it's causing a whole bunch of feedback. It's all right. You'll you'll figure it out. It ain't. It's not terrible, but it just comes with the territory. Anyway, I'm just giving you shit because you haven't been here in a while, so you will figure it out. But it's all good. Every give everybody, everybody, everybody. Once again, thank you for tuning in to Just a Dope Ass Podcast on this wonderful Thursday evening. Hope everybody is feeling exceptionally wonderful. As I stated when we were coming in, we definitely have a little bit more breathing room. Trump is officially 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 out of the office yes. we can hopefully everybody can breathe everybody can celebrate everybody can do their negro spirituals and whatever other thing they feel like doing to make themselves feel absolutely wonderful to celebrate this momentous occasion agent 46 has officially reported for duty we got um the first Madam in the office, right. Chucks and all. Hopefully she don't wear those terrible Timberland boot sneakers that she wore before. <laughs> I'll take Chucks all day long. But historical moment was made. We got even more HBCUs taking seats in the office. It's just a lot of positive things there going are on. There a lot of positive things. There's a lot of positive things going on within this first month. Yeah. Transitioning out of the dark ages of Trump into this whole new reborn world of Biden. <laughs> Did you see that lady having a whole tantrum? She was talking about having a panic attack, talking about President Trump, please come save us. Do you have a plan? And I'm just like, do y'all not understand the difference? Like, no, we are not trying to oppress anybody. Like, she was like, this is our country. Do you want to take this country so you can oppress people? No, it's, it's not your country. Right? 
country. Right? It was never your country. They're never your country. <laughs> but I, there's there's two different perspectives going on here. Like they think that they're going to be oppressed. Right. Yeah. They yeah. think that it's just going to be the worst thing ever because Trump was the best four <laughs> years in such a very. Very, very long time. We, I didn't have to wear my white sheet outside. Exactly. I could just be myself. Exactly. All my privilege was just worn on my hat, yep. like a kofi. Like <laughs> just put it right on my head. I just let it, just let it, just you know. They said they were hard on the sleeve. My privilege was my sleeve. Yes. Like I got to be this way for four whole years, and you know, of course, for them it just seems like the end of the world. Right. But we don't, we don't actually know what's going to happen but you know you're going to have to deal with this this remorse <laughs> coming up within the next at least the next year but before we get into all of that madam for everybody who may not have you know tapped into an episode before i appreciate you for tapping in you know it might be your first time if it is great welcome you're fucking late you should have been here sooner but you know we'll talk about that later but all jokes aside let everybody know who you are and then tell us how you been. Oh my God, I always be shy. This I don't know why. It's like your sixth time being on here. This is the last time to be shy, but okay. I know. No, well, ID. That's all I'm gonna tell people. Um, I've been good though. I've been good. Like this quarantine has actually been kind of good for me because I didn't realize like how hectic my life was before this. Now I I work from home, so it's kind of like oh, I get to do what I pretty much want to do when I want to do it. For the most part, I can work around my schedule, but. It's like it's been relaxing for me, actually. And in the theme of the day, freedom. Right. You yeah. found your newfound freedom. Yeah. I get to walk around in my drawers all day long and get paid for it. <laughs> Except when the kids is here, <laughs> I can't just sit on the couch naked. No. <laughs> but even when, even for work though, I only get dressed. From most that's most people. Yeah. Right. That's most people. <laughs> most most of us are bottomless when it comes to these <laughs> Zoom meetings, like. <laughs> From the from the waist up, you damn Tyra next top model. From the waist <laughs> down, you are definitely Pornhub. Like right. ass cheeks is out. <laughs> Couch got all types of juices just sitting on them, oh, marinating. Wow. Just <laughs> wonderful. Just one oh. feet all funky. Probably ain't brush your teeth. You might have a little bit of crust in the corner because you just wanted to make it look good, but you didn't actually prepare yourself. For what it is that you were going to be doing here in this Zoom meeting, I understand. No, it. no, I prepared. Wait, wait, wait now. I Go ahead, explain teeth. it. Explain I brush, it. I brush my teeth. <laughs> I, I brush my. I do. I brush my teeth. I, I wash do. my own ass. <laughs> Sunny. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I get all the way ready up top. Up top. Yeah, up, up top. Like I said, it's up down bottom, down below. <laughs> Whole nother story. Whole nother story. Ain't washed that ass cheek. Wait, my ass cheek be clean. Damn, do you think? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't mean I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Ain't nobody gonna tell. Right. Can't nobody tell no way. They shouldn't see it on the screen anyway. Right. If you they do, that's an OnlyFans account. That ain't that's a different type of work. But whatever you prefer, that's entirely up to you. I'm not gonna knock your hustle. Whatever you gotta do to get that extra money since uh Agent Forty Six ain't dealt out that that Man, extra stimulant. Right. We'll see. We'll see how that comes. But good. Glad that everything's been all right with you. What's one of the main things that you've kind of been able to figure out over the the closing of the year and the beginning of this new one? Man, hmm. I don't even know how to answer. 
answer that question. I figured out so much. Like, I enjoy my own company. See, that's another thing I didn't realize. Like, I I used to be, like, a really neurotic person. Like, if I had free time, I didn't know what to do with myself. I was like, I must be doing something. But it's like it taught me to just chill. Like, just relax a little bit. You know, and I stress so much because I always stress because I'm a single parent. So it's like stress is number one with me. But it just taught me to, like, just relax, just enjoy, like, the moment. Why does stress have to be number right, one for it you? It doesn't have to be, but you know, like it is. It's so weird. It's like if there's nothing to stress about, I'm gonna find something to stress about. Like I'm stressed because I'm not stressed. Like I should be stressing because I'm doing this alone. Like there must be something. But that's when I real another thing I realized. Like I am, like I don't like to say blessed because I'm not a religious person, but for real, like I, like this year has just been. A blessing for me like i right. don't have to stress like i can chill i, I could just relax and that's like you know that's the, new for me right it's, it's a blessing to come into that realization which it can still be blessing you know a blessing without you being a religious person you don't you don't have to be a religious person to be <laughs> blessed and highly favored like that is that's that's just right. a part of life it is a word that is in our dictionary you don't have to be a religious person to be blessed but you know it's, it's good that you can sit back and you can acknowledge that and you can learn that you don't have to stress you don't have to you choosing to stress I'm glad you don't bring that shit in here because we definitely not don't you this this is a stress-free environment this is peace and positivity rambunctiousness (laughs) ratchetness and righteousness all within one center but stress is definitely unless we get to doing push-ups in here that's the only stress (laughs) physical stress we're going to allow but glad at least you know i noticed when you come here you feel a lot more relaxed so that's good yeah that's why i keep coming back y'all hear that y'all hear that that's why she comes to join us because we are a stress-free environment we help people release their burdens some of y'all wait till sunday to take your burdens to the altar (laughs) but here on just a dope ass podcast you can sit amongst us and we can fellowship as one (laughs) and you can release all your struggles and strife yes Yes. (laughs) break it on down to as we said last week the bare necessities (laughs) forget about your worries and your strife as you should. Well, we definitely appreciate the support. We def- definitely appreciate you tapping in. Uh, let's get right into it. So, audience, listeners, family, people out there in podcast land or whatever the hell it's called. Uh, <laughs> we got to figure out a name for that. Like Everybody has a name for their viewership or listenership yeah. or supporters. I don't know. Like, If you see this, put something in the comments <laughs> or like, so let us know something somewhere. Let us know what would be a good name for our universe, so to speak, our listenership. I don't know. I just That's a good question. I know I would be at the top of the list, though, people, but I don't know what we would call ourselves. Uh, <laughs> and since you've delegated yourself the queen of listeners... I guess you'll have to be delegated the duty of figuring that nickname right, out, like madam. What do I want to be called? Assland. <laughs> ass, no. Just a dope ass? It'd be <laughs> just a dope ass land? Oh, that is a good one. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's yeah. Cool. <laughs> Y'all think everything is about crudeness and ass jokes. Yeah. There is levels to this, people. It could be ass land. Those of you out there in ass land, (laughs) just a dope ass land. Oh, that's a good one. Damn it. (laughs) We might go with that one. I don't know. I have to consult with TJ who is not here with us. I'm sure he's here in spirit. I'm sure he's probably listening or watching in or something along those lines. But 
let me know. Did just a dope ass line? What you think? Tell me what you think, TJ. You guys let me know what you think too. Feel free to give us all of your feedback. But for everybody out there in ass land, unofficially, <laughs> what are your thoughts and feelings towards this week and us actually being able to get Mr. Biden in office? We are officially free of Trump. Mm. Nothing blew up. Right? Ain't nobody get shot. At least that they reported on the news because there definitely was some skirmishes going on around the country, but we didn't catch wind of a lot of those things. It was definitely trying to be positioned into a positive light, but we were able to get through these things without a hitch. How are you guys feeling about that? Starting off with you, Diadi, how do you feel about this coming into an end? See, me, I'm just like, I'm a realist, and I understand that not much is really going to change. But for me, it was more about, like, the attitude. Because he was the way he was. He empowered people to be just blatantly just ridiculous. Right. And so I feel like now, you know, we can go back to normal, I guess. So they get to go back into hiding because they felt free. Hey. And they, right? They felt free. So it's like, oh, now you can sit your ass down and be scared like you used to be. So I feel like for me, that's new. Covert racism, (laughs) the return. (laughs) I I, I won't be an entire pessimist. I will say I'm not a super political person. I think I've gotten paid more attention in politics maybe towards the end of my 30s up until now. Once Mm -hmm. Obama was running to get in office and I just happened to be in the lovely state of Ohio, which is so... Wow. They're very forward and, <laughs> and, and, and liberal and forward thinking when it comes to, you know, intermingling of cultures and rights. And I'm, I'm talking high sarcasm. <laughs> like, wow. Ohio is racist as like, shit. Ohio? I love Ohio. Don't get me wrong. Shout out to Cleveland. Shout out to Akron. Shout out to Kent, where I went to school. Shout out to Youngstown. Shout out to Columbus. All these different places, Dayton. All these places that I've lived and been and visited and whatnot, but Ohio is racist as shit. Like I love it, but it's it's, it's a lot of. It, it, I remember there was not a lot of um, covert racism. <laughs> there was definitely some overt. I think on campus alone, my school may average like ten different like racially charged things it may not be a big thing and you may not notice it unless you like read it in a newsletter or you hear about it or something like that there may be one big slightly racial thing that happens every year on campus but um nothing nothing drastic i mean we we had a big close-knit you know black culture on campus so you know that was definitely we got uh, you know shout out to the oscar ritchie building the oscar ritchie buildings were like all the africana studies and all those types of things were happening we got our own buildings so you can't be oh, mad yeah right yeah um but yeah, I definitely remember a lot of things happening, but that's kind of when I got started into paying a little bit more attention right. to politics. Um, I will say for for Agent 46, for his speech, he actually did really well. He did. Sleepy yeah. Joe didn't do that bad. <laughs> sleepy Joe wasn't that sleepy. Yeah. I give him a little bit of credit. I know we may talk a lot of shit on here, but I give him a credit. He, he, he actually did pretty good. Did. I don't know who wrote that speech for him. <laughs> But they did an awesome job getting his foot in the door. He might have tapped into Obama. Hey, man, look. Right. Hey, read this first stanza for me. Tell me if I'm hitting him with that heat. Now I need to know. Exactly. I don't know if this is working out right, but I need a little assistance. Like, help, help, help me out here, yeah. please. Help me. 
it's Help not me, an please. Obama-esque to me, too. I was like, oh, this is good. I mean, it's, we all know that not all presidents don't really write right. their own speeches. They, you know, they, they got a ghostwriter in the back to help them out a little bit. Right. They, you know, somebody's making 80000 a year to help them write their speeches, which is a lovely job. Right. I can't be mad at that at all. Spell check like a month. <laughs> but uh, I, I think he did good, and, yeah. he, and he delivered something that was needed. Now, the pro-black side of me is like, this motherfucker lying out of his goddamn right. teeth. But I, I I believe that he wants to try and turn right. over a new leaf. He wants to kind of, both of them, I think they both want to erase their shitty history. Right. Um, of not being very supportive when it comes to cultural issues for those of color. Their track record's not the greatest, and that's what makes me have a little bit of pessimism towards this presidency now he's already come out firing within the last couple of days signing all kind of ordinances right doing doing the right thing within a short period of time thus far but see this is why i'm an optimist about that because i feel like before trump this is the blessing of it like before trump i feel like people had blinders on you know what i'm saying like they couldn't really see what was real because people love to say oh racism is over racism is over and it's like so now we see so it's like now they understand now nah, you have to step your game up you have to you know Put your big put big girl panties on, put your big boy pants on, and, you know, really, like, do something. Because, like you said, before, I just feel like before they were just ignorant of the issues, they felt like, you know, everything was fine. Right. And Trump, like, brought everything to the forefront, which is a blessing, though. It is. Side note, bef- just, just a quick detour. What are big girl panties? <laughs> big girl panties. Like, we always say, put your big girl panties on. What are the big girl panties? Okay, I, I, there are two different kinds. Are they the bloomers? Right, the bloomers, but that's usually for your tying them up. But I feel like we talking about grown woman panties because I mean <laughs> your grown woman panties are different from your little girl panties. So it's like that's like your thongs, you know, <laughs> your G strings, your grown woman draws. Okay. Like we about to get to it. But you know. Okay. <laughs> I just I had to ask. Cause you I mean you talking about the bloomers, you full blown petticoat underneath no. your shit. Like this is my big girl, but like there's frills on your pants. Like this this big ass no. hammer capris. Like this no, that does I not work. <laughs> I'm not feeling that at all. But I had to I had to ask. I had to I ask. Think they mean, I think we talking about grown woman panties. You know what I'm saying? They're different than you know. One could say that grown women panties ain't. I said no panties at all. <laughs> Maybe for some people, not no. I mean. I, <laughs> Maybe. Grown men draws could be no draws at all. For some of you. Um, no, but other people wear underwear. No shame in that. Gotta let that booty breathe. No, I don't like my my stuff touching my pants. Understandable. Like, no, I need I'm not mad at that. No. I mean, you know, if you don't if you wearing I mean you no, nah, you could. You could. You could it might be a little bit awkward if you wearing some jeans and you know the zipper got a touch. It's right, my the pants front. are tight. I get that. You might be okay if unless you got like a George Bush going on <laughs> and they get grabbed up in the hair, then it might be an issue. <laughs> but if you bald eagle, you might be okay. Oh my god. You might be all right. It might not it's li- no. you know, just, I don't know. I don't know. I can no. only speak for myself. I don't you know, I yeah. <laughs> no. Cause even that, that's that's itchy. Oh God. When it starts going back like the next day. Itch? Oh, you talking about you talking about yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I I understand that. I hate, yeah. Yes. Not to go too far off, you know, kilter with with the convo, but right. yeah, I'm not a fan of that 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 transition period. Since we're talking about uncomfortable transition periods, that's <laughs> right? definitely an uncomfortable transition period when that hair start growing back and you scratching like you got a yeast <laughs> infection when really, <laughs> really 
I should use an electric, not a razor. You can razor right. bumps on your shoes. It's a, little, it's a little questionable down there. Exactly. It's a little questionable. But I do understand your point of, you know, now it's time for people to do something. I think we kind of ended the last presidency on a good note by everybody understanding the importance of their vote. Right. And that's kind of what helped yeah. move this thing to where it is now. We've got a lot more people in office. We've got a lot more people of color in office. Right. As I mentioned earlier, we have a lot of people that are representing for the South and HBCUs mm. in office. And it's it's becoming something more positive because we were able to do something. Right. We were able to change our stereotypical reaction. Now, I'm not a super political, like, believe in politics type dude, but I do believe that you have to participate in the game. Right. You got to play the game a little bit in order to, to, to win a little bit. Yeah. Um I still think that you got to burn the whole bitch down and start anew, <laughs> but that's just me. But that doesn't mean that you can't participate and help change things without having to burn all the shit down. Right. It's possible. You can play Jenga and just move shit yeah. and keep going and keep going and keep going. And I think that's what we're doing now. By putting more people of color, more women, whatever, into office, that's what we're doing. But if we're sticking with the analogy of playing Jenga, when does it topple over? <gasps> Because you can maneuver, you can, yeah, you can move all yeah. the pieces comfortably, but at yeah. some point, some of those pieces won't be, they won't be able to move comfortably. Right. And you're sure. going to have a shift that is unstable and then things topple. Now, one of the questions is not just when does it topple, but did we already have our topple with the president, the last presidency? Damn. With, with, with Orange Julius, was that the, was that the, the toppling? Oh. Oh I've said God. Orange Julius you on the show before. I have never heard you say Orange that. Julius and Dope 45. I say it all the time. I've never heard you say that. I mean, okay. Yeah. I normally, Please. because I have to be the main mic today, it may be a little bit different. <laughs> yeah. Normally yeah. I get the 30 slide comments in and I and just I let TJ them. do his thing right. and people may miss it. But yeah, that's not my first time calling him Orange Julius. <laughs> Agent, Agent Orange, Annoying Orange. Cheeto puff, all those different names. We we've used that before, but I just feel like there needs to be a balance, though. So when you when you said that, it's like I thought about like how people are super sensitive these days, and I don't think we need more of that. We kind of have to find like a balance in between. How so? Because like okay, like I feel like you can't. There's really like freedom of speech. Okay, not to be like a right wing person, but freedom of speech is like no longer what it used to be. <laughs> like not just when he's saying racist things. I'm saying like I feel like we're all censored, which could be a good thing. But I feel like it's making people more sensitive to where it's like everybody feels like they have to be accommodated all the time. Like me as a woman, I should be offended if someone calls me a female. And it's like, okay, I I'm not though, but they're you know, like people are just to me just a little bit more sensitive these days to that type of stuff. Like, things that didn't used to be a big deal, it's like, now it's a big deal. I had a whole example in my head. But, like, okay, it's for instance, like, somebody, there was a song. Who was this? Oh, my gosh. Country singer, I can't remember his name. He's very tall, just like you. But he wrote a song, and he said something about, it's called something about welfare, something about love on welfare, something, but the point is. You're going to have to find that one and let me know. I got to find it. I'll look and see if we can find uh, love on welfare. Um, It was about but his point was all he said was like that her love will make him forget he's on welfare or something like that and people took it and they ran with it like oh my god he's being so insensitive to the times when people are struggling people have always been struggling 
But it's like now that you're involved in that, oh, now you're sensitive to the struggle. People have always been struggling, but the point is it's just a song. And he was all he was saying is even when even though I'm poor, your love makes me feel like a rich man. You know, even though I'm on welfare, you make me, you know, happy regardless of that. Yeah, I'm not getting no no. <laughs> I cannot remember his name. Me neither cuz all I'm getting is I'm cool so Keith welfare mad. love. And I can't I don't know what that song looks like, but the <laughs> cover that I'm seeing is very like old school cash money He's millionaire. Like a judge on the voice. What was his Oh, I don't He's dating Gwen Stefani. I, I don't, don't that's too much white information for me. I don't. I don't know. Th- no, I just read an article about it. I haven't even heard the song. Oh, I haven't even heard. The I want to say like Toby Keith or something like yes. that. Yes. What is his name? Okay, now I lost it. Never mind. Okay, <laughs> it'll it'll come back to you. Right? But <laughs> I I understand the analogy. And yes, th- things like that people do get sensitive about. But that's because this has been a, a certain period where people have been exposed to a lot. Like we're right. in the information age, right. so people are getting exposed to so much information. I think that's partly why we're dealing with such and so much entitlement. Right. (coughs) Entitlement and white privilege because we know and understand so much we feel like we're entitled to much more, even though the circumstances of a a lot of things that are going on really haven't changed. So because I have this new understanding of things, I feel entitled to react in whatever way that I'm going to react in. Not if it's justified, not if it's rational, not if it's reasonable, whatever the case is, all that doesn't matter because I'm entitled to my feelings anyway, regardless of how you think and how you feel. It doesn't matter what you think and feel. I feel how I feel and I have the right to express those feelings. Like that's, that's fine and great, but we all have that ability. So figuring out that balance, figuring out how to not to say, how can I say this? Because I definitely don't want to come off like I'm defending white privilege because I'm yeah, not. That's right. yeah, it's like I un- I understand <laughs> you can have a certain level of entitlement. Right. Like even even thinking of like, say, medieval times, movies and things of that nature from that period. Yeah. The royalty always walks around <laughs> with a smug look on their right, face. Yeah. And they have a sense of I'm just better than everybody. Exactly. And they just bow before me. <laughs> I'm so privileged. It's just, that's that's part of their thing. That was so good, but yeah. For us, yeah. as far as communities of color, cultures of color, yes, you can have somebody that was royal of noble status or you know high ranking, whatever. Yeah. But they were still able to move amongst the people. Yeah. Like yes, you show respect because I am this person, but I am here with you face to face, and you can come in contact right. with me. For them, it's like isolate me away from these right. peasants, please. <laughs> yeah. Who dare come speak to me? <laughs> Announce yourselves, young man. Exactly. Like, I, I understand if that's burned into your brain that being in a certain space gives you that privilege. Yeah. If you're thinking that I don't have to grow up in the ghettos or the hoods or to utilize welfare, or things of that nature, the privilege of not knowing what that experience is right. can create a privilege for you. Yeah. It can create an entitled mindset. Yeah for you and i think that's what we ended up dealing with and then you have the the moments of last year where everybody's kind of put on the same even playing field no matter who you are you could be a business owner you can be a quote-unquote boss whatever the the situation is people losing their jobs everybody's waiting on that stimmy everybody (laughs) has to wear their mask and everything all these other things that are happening so people are definitely like wait a minute right I shouldn't be treated this way. Exactly, how dare Do you know who I am? Exactly. Do you know who my father is? How dare you? Exactly. Like, and, you know, it's like, bruh, 
You down here with us. We've been we've been doing this. Like, welcome. Hi. Pull up a chair. If not, you can get the fuck out. Exactly. But I I think the mixing of those worlds and and all that information being given to people is what helped to start driving them nuts. Yeah. Because it's not meshing well. It's like oil and water. When you think you're better than somebody, like you just said, if you grow up your whole life thinking I'm better than these people, and now we're all together, it's like hold hold on. I wouldn't even say for everybody it's a matter of feeling like they were better. I think for some people it's just that I don't know this struggle. I don't know this struggle exists. I don't know this reality exists. Well, yeah. Yeah. I don't know that these things are, are common. To me it seems uncommon. Yeah. Um, when you get exposed to that and it's like, oh, this is a regular thing? Like, yeah, bro. Right. Like, you thinking we playing the game on expert. We still on rookie <laughs> mode. Like, this is the regular, th- this is the basic stuff we see. Basic. You just never played this game before. Yeah. Um, I think transitioning to the end of that presidency, having a lot of that mindset come to the service is what caused a lot of tumultuous interactions between cultures and people and things of that nature. And now... Going forward, we have that information, but now we have to find a new stable ground. Right. But I feel like if there was not a little bit of I'm better than you in there, oh, no, no, the reaction wouldn't have been that, that way. You know what I'm saying? Like it's <laughs> definitely in there. I'm not, I'm not, oh, please, please believe I'm the last person to absolve them of their privilege. <laughs> they, you and they, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nah, y'all definitely, yeah. Because Sorry. They, they lost their mind. Lost? You gotta have it to lose it. <laughs> Goddamn, they, <laughs> Damn. I ain't. I can't shoot no bell. I'm sorry. <laughs> Some of y'all, hey, I, I love you. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was too much. I don't know what to. T- I mean, I've had some, some, even like as of recent, towards the end of president, I had a couple conversations oh, with former teammates of mine. Yep. So being, you know, playing ball for a predominantly white institution in Ohio, of course, right. I'm going to have a good amount of Caucasian <laughs> teammates. Me too, yeah. Um, yeah. And I've had a couple talks with them, not necessarily on the aspects of they're racist and hateful and they're trying to figure things out. Like it was a it was a functional conversation, yeah. but it's like talking to a wall to a degree because like my teammate. I was like, before you even, before we get triggered, I'm going to let you know just because I'm having this conversation with you because you're my brother in struggle. Like, right. We come yeah. from the same university, play for the same team. We are we are brothers in that sense. Right. But in this sense over here, when it comes to culture, this is something that you don't understand. So I'm going to say something that's going to trigger you. Yep. Um, he was, wasn't was getting the fact. He's like, you're saying all these things like we live in two different worlds. I'm that's like, bruh, we, we do. Yep. We we do live in two different. We always have, and yeah, your yeah. people created the separation of these worlds, and that was the concept that was hard for him to grasp. Yeah. That's a concept for a lot of people that was hard to grasp within the last presidency, right. especially towards the tail end. Now going forward, we have talked about these things. We've addressed these things. Is it going to be ostrich status where it puts his head back in the dirt? Or are we actually going to topple these things, going back to the Jenga analogy? Are they actually going to topple and be rebuilt in a more structured way? And this is where I believe you said this, that we shouldn't maybe block them out to try to educate them. And so I had like a similar, well, the same conversation. And he's a white male that I also went to school with. And he posted a, a photo, and he said it was the one with um, George Floyd, and then the white lady that got killed in the um, 
in the Capitol building and uh-huh. he was saying that, oh, he's being hailed as a hero, but she's but she's not. And I was like, no, he's not being hailed as a hero. That's what you, where the, uh, that's what the misunderstanding is. Right. He is a victim. And I said, and people like me, people of color, I said that the reason why we are in uproar is because we've been watching this happen for, for many, many, many years. And people try to tell us that it wasn't still here, that it didn't still exist, and it's still going on. And there's still no sympathy. And I said, now, don't get, I said, don't get me wrong, though, because if George, George Floyd has stormed the Capitol building and been killed in that manner, I was like, all people of color would have been like, you know what, he's a damn fool. And that's, I mean, you know, he wouldn't be the victim that he is. I was like, it's a completely different thing. But what he took issue with was me saying, he said us and, he said, you say us and, and we, as if we're, like you said, in two different worlds. And I have to say, I have to say the same thing. Like, we are. We live in two, I say, you are a cisgender white male. Like, you have no idea what it's like to be a person you of color. You are the epitome <laughs> right? of privilege. Right. So, they talk yes. about patriarchy they are yes. talking about you <laughs> cisgender white straight white yes. male and i told him that and i said that doesn't mean that your life has been a cakewalk i said but that means that your color has not prevented you from doing anything it has not been harder because you are a white male by any means necessary right like by any means it's like so when you're a person of color it's just even if it's not like overt we understand that it's going to be maybe a little bit difficult more difficult for us than it would be for you. That's just what it is. Like, if I walk into a room with a white male, we can both have the same education, the same. We can be, he, I can be his boss. But it's like, if I walk into that room with him, they're going to assume that he is in charge. And even if they are, if it is made aware that I am in charge, they're going to look to him to, like, you know, right. confirm that I am okay, that I am verified. Right. I mean, it's the same regardless because it could be me and a white woman. Right. They're going to look at the white woman first and yeah. assume that, you know, this, that, and the third. Right. But taking all that information again and finding that balance and being able to move forward from that is, I think it's going to be a challenge. I mean, even even they may not been have reported as much, but we've still had some run-ins where, you know, officers have done what the officers do. Not yeah. to blame all officers. I got family member and friends that are, n- you know, they're officers, so I can't deem all of them shitty. Yeah. But their training is trash. Like, Ooh. I, don't, <coughs> I don't know. Y'all Y'all must be finding out how to be cops as, like, tutorials before you start playing the video game. Like, you can go to the options menu and you can just start doing a tutorial and figure out what the buttons are, and then now I'm an expert at the game. That's what it seemed like the training some of y'all is good because y'all are just terrible but there are some decent cops out there but we've we've had some run-ins like not everything has changed right. we're focused so much on on biden and miss harris that we're looking at oh this change is gonna come and we're ignoring yeah. everything else around it like everything is still standing everything yeah, is still the same the system is still in place. i know that like even during um biden's speech when he made mention of like you know for those that voted of me and supported me thank you for those that didn't support me for those whatever 74 million people that that didn't vote for me i'm you know i'm a president for you as well but that's part of the reality that triggers my pessimism so to speak (sighs) because yeah although we are quote-unquote free Hmm. of the trump presidency you still have 40, what, 45%, maybe a little bit less, maybe say 40%. We'll be nice. We'll round down. We'll say 40% of the people that voted, voted for Trump, regardless of everything he stands for. Now, I'm not saying everybody that voted for Trump is a racist bigot. I'm not going to say that. 
that would be irresponsible of me to say on this platform. But you are in support of racist bigotry in some (laughs) sense. It may not be who you are. It may not be what you identify with as an individual. But you are in supportance. There we go. You are okay with that. You are okay with certain things in that nature. But it's those those people didn't disappear. We got rid of one person and people in his cabinet that either separated themselves or they lost their seats. Mm. But that does not mean that that 74 million disappears. Those people are still here. Those people are still going to vote. Those people are still going to be working with us with all this. Like I said earlier, us being in the information age, these now newly informed people are still walking among us. Right. We've been dealing with tiffs with them back and forth for the last four years, trying to get them to understand something that they are mildly incapable of understanding. But they still walk amongst us. So everything is not going to change overnight. So how do we address those people? How do we address those situations for our community? How do we go for it? Because we can't just rely on Agent 46 right. coming in and changing everything for us. Even if he do give us that that that, <laughs> that 2K stimmy, like all your problems aren't solved. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. There's still going to be some drawbacks. He wants to stop the pipeline, which is great. Yeah. It's good, you know, for, for mm-hmm. our Native American sisters and brothers. They get to rejoice in that that pipeline is stopped, yeah. but that also stops jobs. There we go, yeah. There's always going to be this dichotomy of, yeah. of good and evil, good and bad, happy and unhappy, black and white, light and dark. All these things are going to be present at yeah. the same time. As we speak a lot about on the show, duality. Yep, equal so, and opposite reactions so to everything. How do we approach that? So for for you, I'll say for you, within at least this first year, what are some things that you are trying to? I would say, how are you trying to approach things? Not what, but how are you trying to approach things within this next first year? Ooh, that is such a deep question. I do not. I'm not even sure. Like, ah, I don't even. Okay. I'm trying to wait it out a little bit. <laughs> that's everybody. Uh, that's kind of where I was going to get. I can understand you not having an answer because none of us do. Right. And that's kind of I don't mean to be like now I got to switch to the pessimist side <laughs> where it's like I got to shit on your joy. Like, yeah, you happy and celebrating. But what the fuck are you celebrating right. for? What are you celebrating? What yeah. did we really, really, really accomplish? Right. It's like, oh, I beat the first level. Yeah. <laughs> I beat the first level of the game. Yes, I have made it. I have made it. That was just the most. I, I beat the first level. The first it level. was on expert. It was hard as shit. <laughs> I can celebrate like, bruh. Right now. If you look at the percentage for how much you've completed of this game, it's only 5%. Like, you you still got 95% to go. Are you celebrating? What are you really celebrating? You haven't prepared. But, but obstacles have been removed. I feel like that's like, you know. Have they? A couple? One obstacle has well, yeah. one, one one grand obstacle has been a few removed. Who resigned? Who? There are a couple. A couple, maybe. I would still put resigned. them in the same category because they're all politicians. Yeah. yeah. That one category of politicians has been removed. We right. haven't had anything happen with police reform. Nothing. Those the 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 vaccines that everybody thought was going to come and save us from Ooh. Corona. Moderna had a lot of outbreaks, and they had to pull that shit off the market. 
Yeah. And they had to take a step back and say, oh, you can't get your vaccine yet because for everybody that loves vaccines, <laughs> it's not reacting the way that we would like yeah. it to react. No shit, Sherlock. But right. that's what you, you know, you wanted to push it out there. And then yeah. now you're getting bad reactions and you got to pull it. So now we have to wait longer. Right. Instead of just waiting to begin with, because nobody wanted to sit down. Right. Which a lot of jobs were waiting for the vaccine to be able to get people back, back. in business. Oh, yeah, mine tried. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, you can go, go <laughs> and get that vaccine. <laughs> no, I'm good. I know. Don't worry about Modena. Right, Modena said it's all good. I talked to her. She said it's all good. She said you might get a little, a little bit of that. But, you know, we going to get Look, if you get it on Friday, right. you, you got all weekend to get all that about your system exactly. bef- before you come back on Monday. You know, we don't really need you here because you didn't did your job for right. the last year yep. without being here. Thank you. But we still <laughs> want you to come back. Now, I ain't going to be there. I ain't going to be there. Right. Y'all going to be there. But you can be there. <laughs> and I want you to clock in and make sure that you're there. But that's exactly. that's what that's when job, some jobs we're banking on. Yeah. There's a lot of things that are still hanging in the balance. Now, I know it's kind of tough to see how the rest of these 300 and, you know, 40-something days are going to pan out mm-hmm. in the rest of this year because we've only had a few days with our new commander-in-chief. Right. So I understand that's a that's a difficult situation. But I say that to say for a lot of us, our traumas have not disappeared right. yet. Yeah. The appearance of a trauma has disappeared. Yeah. But we still have to get through the traumatic yeah. events that we've dealt with yeah. over the last four years. And that's from a mental health space. So for somebody that may wonder why I'm transitioning into trauma, this was a traumatic presidency. It was, yeah. For people of color, for Muslims, for Latinos, for us. LGBTQ. For LGBTQ. Everybody that is uh, either a person of color or someone that identifies differently than the norm sexually, this was a traumatic four years from you. That's not going to change in one. So I say that to to pop the bubble a little bit just to help people remember that even though this is a political situation that does affect us, I still approach it like a mental health situation. You still have to do the work to address your traumas. You still have to make sure that you are aware of them. Mm -hmm. You still have to be aware of how you can approach them, how they have affected you, how you're going to move going forward. Like it doesn't just stop. Right. Because, oh, we got the first black woman in office. Yeah, let's celebrate. Great. Yes, celebrate that for a split second. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Is she the most (laughs) ideal person? We don't know yet. Right. Yeah. She's got a checkered past. (laughs) We're not going to hold that against her. You know, she's an AKA. That's great. Be better if she was a Delta. But, you know, that's just my specific (laughs) bias here. Shout out to the Reds. Protect the Reds all day. Um, But, you know, K's are cool. (laughs) <laughs> They're pretty yeah. ish. Some of them, oh they, you know, but yeah. you know, all these things that we can attach to all jokes aside, that that's great. That's wonderful. But that doesn't solve everything. Yeah. Because they thought the same thing with Obama. Like everything was about to just flip upside down. No, right. he only has but so much power. He has a job to do right. at the end of the day. Yeah. Granted, he has, Biden has a way better cabinet than Obama had. He doesn't have to fight with his cabinet. Obama had to fight for a lot just to get us health care and little shit that we should be entitled to. 
Yeah. Biden doesn't really have that issue. Yeah. I, I could bring that back into white privilege, too. Like you get another white right, man back white in office, man. and he just get all the tools that he <laughs> needs to be successful. Yeah. But you made the black yeah. man sweat for yeah. eight years, slaving out here like goddamn yeah. Django, and yeah. wouldn't give him no motherfucking help. You yep. bastards. Everybody beat up on Obama. Like, damn. It ain't all his fault. But he, he did what he could. Right. And then Trump fucked it up. And now we're, we we took a one step forward with Obama. And we took like five back with yeah. Trump. And now Biden has to start from, from, from four steps back. Yeah. And try to make room to move forward. But that's his task. Yeah. We still have to address ours as individuals because we still haven't bounced back as an economy. We don't know when people will be able to really, really work and get things back going. Even though we spend the money like we work in full time. (laughs) I don't know what the hell going on. Y'all spending money on all this eating out and can't sit in their restaurant, at least out here. I know in the South they don't give a damn. They're doing (laughs) what the hell they want. We had a couple moments, but everybody has to go back and address how these things have affected them, how they're going to move forward what they should do, what they can do. So from a mental health standpoint, it's going to be tough. What would you say? I don't know. I'm just bringing the mood so down. <laughs> oh, yes, crushing dreams and hopes. <laughs> That's what I love. That's why I always want to be the villain in the movie because I just get to use so much enlightenment oh. to crush your hopes and dreams. <laughs> dance, nigga, dance. I'm, I'm joking. Kind of. <laughs> sort of. Maybe. Am I? Maybe. No, I don't think you are. <laughs> you are. I don't know, uh, but uh, for, on a personal note, what do you think this last four years has done traumatically from a mental health standpoint for you? Hmm, it's just, uh, it's just my my faith in humanity has been tested a little bit. Like, just the fact, like just the whole police thing is just like the the realization. Because, you know, when you're educated, you don't like – I try to play that down because people assume that I think that I know more just because I'm educated. But for me, like, the thing that you learn when you go to college is to be more analytical, to have an open mind, to be more empathetic, all these things. So it's like just the, the realization that these cops are – they don't have to be educated. Like, it's not a requirement. It's just like – there's so many people out here who are just walking around with blinders on. Like, they have no idea what it's like for anybody else. They don't care what it's like for anybody else. And it's like, I learned this in school. The reason why I know about even Latino history is because of college. And it's like, so there are people walking around who don't know anything about us and our struggles, and they don't believe us. Like, that's, it's like, it just, they don't believe us. Like, that's that's the part that just, like, that's my trauma. Like, you really don't. <coughs> You don't see us. You don't see what we go through. Like the, it's to them, it's like it's an illusion. Like we're what? we're, you know, we're delusional. Like what do you mean? America's great. Yeah, for some people, and I'm not saying it's all bad for me, but right. for people like me, it's not the greatest. Is what I'm saying, and that's like the realization that I come to. Like they're just people, and it's not about being educated per se. It's just cause the way people think about it. Right. I feel like we get a whole lot from that whole experience of college. It's just a whole lot that people are missing out on because they're looking at it in a certain way. Right. So I mean, that's 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 our privilege. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. I've, I've had that. That was part of my conversation with, with my teammate before. Um, I had to let him know, like, I, I don't want to shit on you for having a privilege. Like, white right. privilege is a real thing. You may not want to accept it. You may not want to identify with it, but it's real. But I'm saying that for somebody that's educated enough to understand what white privilege right. is. 
I'm somebody, I got multiple degrees. I'm more privileged than the stereotypical disenfranchised black male that's, that's facing having to be in or the choice of thinking that they have to be in the streets Mm -hmm. or thinking that there is no way out from my circumstances and all these other situations that's faced with way more, you know, systemic oppression than I am. I still had my Mm run-ins. I still had to deal with, you know, little racist things on campus and, you know, shrug it off and keep doing what I got to do and keep pressing forward. But I had the the wherewithal to be able to understand that there's people that don't understand it, let alone even have the ability to address it and rectify it. So from a from a trauma standpoint, I think that's what I would like for us to do, even for me on a personal level, because I know that I was definitely heightened during these last four years. I mean, it was before if if people can pull up my old Snapchats and and lives when Trump was elected, I made a big joke out of it because I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. My pessimism was like, I already know the deal. Trump is going to win and we're going to be fucked for the next four years. So I laughed and joked and, but that was my way of emotionally trying to get through it. Like I know this shit's going to be sucky. Regardless, I have control over my life. Yeah. So I'm not saying everything he does is going to directly affect me because I have the understanding that I control my life regardless of all the external. But I do know that it is going to create some barriers that I have to face and that I have to deal with. It's the same situation now. I just have one barrier removed and now I have to readdress and reassess like how did that four years affect me now? How do I go forward? How do I move forward? Like being being in the space that I am in now, because where I am now is the result of my traumas that I went through this past four years. So how do I move forward with these things and transition myself to a new plateau until I get to that plateau? And then I got to figure out how to level up again, whatever that may be. Um, this is true. Because you know what? While you were speaking, I realized that, yeah, so I had blinders on before this four years. Like, you know, I didn't realize I was, not that I thought racism was, like, gone, but I'm saying I thought people were more evolved than they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I yeah. had more hopeful I, people. I, yes, I did. Dummy. <laughs> With your dumb ass. Exactly. Ain't like nobody tough. Who the hell? <laughs> you should have known. Should have known. Better, like, goddamn. Really? I didn't think Trump was going to win. I was like, people are not that damn stupid. People are not that stupid. Oh, my God. I was like, people cannot be this damn dumb. Mm. <laughs> that makes one of us. <laughs> no. Because as I said on this show a couple weeks ago, people are dumb. People are dumb. People are stupid. Like, people are stupid. I know that I'm people, too, and I may have my stupid yeah. moments, but it's a lot of stupidity like, going on in the information age. We got to be the most informed Ooh. Dumbass dumb people. people. Don't make Ooh. no goddamn sense. Oh my gosh. But I, mm-hmm. I can understand you being in a certain space because of what you've been through, what you've seen, what environment right. you're in, where you're coming from. It created a certain naive mindset. There we go. A bubble. You. Right. A false sense of security. And some of us don't have the luxury of a bubble. Right. Like even for me being informed, and I was never naive to the truth. I'm luckily, like I said, my my, my parents, especially my pops, hit me to the game at very young, and I got to see it just Mm because the environments that I grew up in. Growing up partly in the Bay, like that's where the Panthers, like I have no choice but to be understanding of black culture and black history and being pro-black and all those other things. But um, I still had a bubble around me. To a degree, you know, it might have been like 
a yeah, literal like soap <laughs> bubble, like <laughs> super <Right>. thin, <laughs> and I gotta like walk gingerly, and it like comes and goes. Sometimes <laughs> I got it, sometimes I don't. But yeah, there's yeah. some people that they have no, no. bubble yeah. what they are exposed yeah. to all the elements, yeah. and you know, it's just being aware of that. So it, it's this definitely it's a time for healing. It's definitely a time to sit back and rejoice a little bit. Be happy in the fact that your votes mattered yes. for once. Ooh. They counted. They helped you. Excuse me. They helped you get some of the resources that you may need going forward. They may be beneficial for you. Mm. We don't know how it's going to play out, but you still have to be able to sit back and address yourselves. Yes. So this is yes. this is my 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 thought of the day. All all your previous pains, suppressing your pain, ignoring your pain. Yeah keeping yourself from understanding and acknowledging it does not help it go away. It actually keeps it right behind you the yes. entire time. Yes. So in order for you to move forward past your pain, you have to acknowledge that it's there, step into it, address it, and then redirect how you need to accordingly. If yes. you spend your life trying to avoid this pain that you have experienced, you're only keeping it right there. Yes. As your shadow, yeah. it's going to follow you everywhere you go because you're changing everything in front of you to fit this pain behind you to yes. avoid it. Yes, Don't do that. Yes. For this next year, this next four years going forward, whatever happens, recognize your power, address your pain, identify your traumas, realize how it's affecting you, and then delegate your energy accordingly to make sure that you are doing whatever is necessary for you to move forward in a positive manner. You have control, you have choice, you have opportunity, you have all the things you need, including trauma. Right. Because trauma can build trauma, you just as yes. much as it could tear you down. Yes. So embrace those traumas. Identify them and let them build you as opposed to celebrating and dancing jig. Cause <laughs> and thinking you have been rescued. We have been saved. There we go. <laughs> we have been saved by the new savior. Thank <laughs> you. The next coming of, of White Hope. No, 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 that's only one concept that has been changed. There's still so many other things that we have to address and identify. Because we ain't even got into, as a culture, what we got to do for ourselves mm -hmm. going forward. Because right. in those businesses that were lost, that's black businesses too. Yeah, Money that's lost is money that goes towards these black businesses. Money that goes towards building us up in the future. Yes, we have presidents talking about systemic racism, systemic oppression now. Now we have the ability to have them address it. That's good. But that doesn't mean there's any legislation in place. Thank so we have to save ourselves. But again, we have to identify that we've just dealt with this trauma. We just dealt with this pain. And there's something that we have to do about it. We ain't got to that yeah. part yet. I know it's only the first week. I know that's a lot to put on people's shoulders to start thinking about. But that's definitely something that we have to keep in mind. Focus on your traumas, folks. Yeah. Focus on your pains. Do what you have to do. For our closing remark, you got something you want to say to people before we leave? I don't know. I, the whole time you were talking, I was like, the only way out is through. I know it's cliche, but for real, you have to deal with it. You have to. I like that. The only way ignore. out is through. Yeah. I can you dig have it. To go through it. You got a tunnel. You got to start from you point You got to start from one point of the tunnel and go. get your ass to the other. And you may never. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just lying. You're you going to get there. 
Even you if gonna you get, let it crawl. You're you going to get, I don't know, whatever it was. And never you be, whatever you got to do, get your ass to that other side. Got to. But you can't get there trying to go around the mountain that the tunnel is built into. That's right. going to make your struggle way harder. Right. Just go through it, deal with the darkness, and you'll be better on the other side. So that's that's my tidbit. Thank you for everybody tuning in to Just a Dope Ass Podcast on this lovely Sunday evening. We'll see you guys again back on Saturday. Hope you enjoyed the show. Again, TJ wasn't here with us. You guys can check him out. Make sure you look at Just a Dope Ass Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter. Check TJ out. Send him your warm wishes and regards <laughs> on chat. Awesome. I am King Carter, K11NGCARTER. There's only one of me with an 11, not an I. Yeah. So I, I am unique, you bitch. Find me <laughs> properly and give me the love that I deserve. Give me my flowers now while I got hands to hold them. But thank you. Make sure you guys tap in with us. Thank you for, for tuning in. And remember, say something to us and let us know what you think. I'm going to call y'all Ashland until Ass somebody land. tell me <laughs> otherwise. Don't nobody else say nothing. Y'all out there in Ashland, whether you like it or not. Right, so, and I'm the queen of Ashland. Okay, I, cool. Hey, whatever floats your boat with your G-string. <laughs> Big girl panties on <laughs> or no panties at all. Whatever whatever floats your boat. But thank you guys all for being here. We appreciate you. We'll see you guys again Saturday afternoon, 3.30. Y'all tune in again with us. Thanks for the support. Thanks for the love. Nobody else loves you. We love you here at Just a Dope Ass Podcast. <laughs>